Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First with yesterday's news, I and Glenn ZB were looking back at Wednesday, uh, and it was a day really where we reacted to the um, sad news that we've got absolutely no idea what we're doing when it comes to stopping people just waltzing into the country and spreading the COVID around all over the place. Uh, So let's just wander on through the day as we reacted to this news, starting with Kate. They hit the road for a good long roadie all the way from Auckland to Wellington, allegedly not stopping once. No petrol, no water, no snacks, no toilet stop. Eight hours, no stops. Incredible. So two new cases wiping the giant collective grin off the country's team of five million who were prior to this positively gloating about our COVID-free status, the envy of the world, the overachievers. But to be fair to the government and its trusty soldier, Ashley Bloomfield, they did warn us all along that cases would come back. Only they probably didn't anticipate it would be through incompetence. Our expectations were not met, the PM said. Understatement of the year. So two new cases, but the real crime is the authorities that have cocked this up, the system that doesn't work, the officials that can't follow rules. We either have a system in place for the borders or we don't. Being disappointed doesn't change the fact the system didn't work. So is controlling the borders this government's weakness? It is, after all, where it all began. Do the slip-ups and whoops-a-daisies at the border speak to an even bigger issue with how this is being managed? And what about the minister? Doesn't the buck stop with him? Is the PM regretting keeping him on? Do her words just two days ago about what a proficient job he's done now seem hollow? Does she still hold that view? Does he still enjoy her confidence? Knowing the Labour Party's track record on delivery and ministers who cock things up, he can probably be expecting a promotion after this. If Twyford and Lee's Galloway are anything to go by, <laughs> jumping up the list rankings while delivering nothing but flops, then Clark's probably safe as houses. But what a fiasco for a ministry that already got delivered a dire report card yesterday on how it's run. Houston, we have a problem. Will they fix it? Who knows? Yeah, um, so they've, they've said basically it's a, it's a systemic failure um, and they're not out to blame people or fire people. But they just want to fix How do you f- fix it if you don't know who's responsible? That'd be my question. What what are Kerry's questions? We've got two women who were let out of quarantine after being not even the the most rudimentary of health checks by a ministry health official. So it's not working. And for the Minister of Health to say, I want this fixed, you know, it's hardly inspiring of any kind of confidence. So should Ashley go? He is, after all, the one responsible. And in strictly speaking, it is his head that should roll. Although I'm sure we'd all rather see David Clark's head rolling off the tumbrel. Probably not. I think it's very unfair that other people will now see their compassionate leave revoked because of the incompetence of ministry officials. The system would have worked fine if officials had had half a brain. Now, because of their failings, people will be denied the opportunity to be with dying loved ones. And how long are we going to spend cut off from the rest of the world? Are we really going to sit here like a larger version of Gloria Vale, isolated and protectionist, until a COVID vaccine is found? We might have been ahead of the rest of the world when it came to preventing deaths and protecting our health services, and for that, great. 
But we might find ourselves well behind the rest of the world as they open up for business, having had COVID do its worst, and we still cower behind our imperfect, porous borders, waiting for a vaccine to save us. I don't think I'm spoiling the end of this uh, podcast when I suggest not too many of our hosts were delighted with the events of the last few days. Uh, and it wasn't just the host, it was the listeners as well. So the government, Jacinda Ardern, announced uh, 40 minutes ago they've brought in Air Commodore Darren Webb. He's going to oversee from the military all quarantine facilities. In effect, uh, Director General Ashley Bloomfield has, has been shunted to the side for that particular role. Is that the right call? It doesn't seem to have done the job in terms of satisfying people's anger. And, and when I say anger, I mean there are people that are simply incandescent with rage here on the text machine who are just fired up. Yeah. And, and obviously for 8 to 10 to 12 weeks, people have suffered a great deal. Many people have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, and I might say their mental health. There's been emotional suffering too from people that have done the right thing, that haven't gone to see sick relatives, mm-hmm. haven't gone to see people, well, haven't been allowed even to go to see people that are literally dying in hospital. I'd love to know who do you ring to ask and find out exactly what happens when you get let out of quarantine. I want to know. Mm. I, and look, that's an absolute... Why point. aren't we mandatory testing? This must go right to the top. David Clark should go. I'm ex-military, so, yeah, they should have been brought in to manage this right from the start. I don't have too much to say on this, but what I would say is... It's the usual situation in New Zealand whereby somebody makes a mistake, let's sack them. Yeah. I make mistakes all the time in my job, but I, I manage to fix them up, which is exactly what they're doing. Absolutely riles me up. Mm. We, we were promised of these processes, we are promised of testing, and then Ashley, he's taken ownership for this. He needs to roll. Oh, amazing how much we uh, loved Ashley and now how much we hate him. Just, just, just like that. Bang! That's you done. Uh, he's on the uh, Mike Hosking breakfast this morning. I wonder if um, Mike will give him a big sort of verbal hug just to let him know how it, we're all feeling for him at the moment. Probably not. Um, <laughs> nearly, nearly got through that without a little giggle. Uh, Heather, what does she think about the situation? When you also had footage of people being taken on those managed walks through Auckland City and having unsuspecting punters just walk right through the middle of the crowd that was supposed to be in self-isolation. And we've had other people now uh, since yesterday's revelation coming forward saying they're also uh, coming out of quarantine and not being obligated to do tests before they leave those hotels. The Ministry of Health is letting us down here. Uh, we, We could make excuses at the start when Ashley Bloomfield didn't have enough tests or didn't know how much PPE he had and couldn't get his team to contact trace properly. And maybe, maybe we could have made excuses when we were held in lockdown a week longer because the health ministry couldn't contact trace properly yet. And that was according to a leading epidemiologist who told us that's the reason we were in lockdown for a week longer. Maybe then we could make excuses. But it is now nearly three months since we went into lockdown and they still can't contact trace properly to even 20% of what is required and they still aren't testing properly. And we can't make excuses for them anymore. This isn't good enough. We shouldn't give up on the trans-Tasman bubble idea and the jobs it's going to save. And we shouldn't give up on basic human decency, like letting people say goodbye to loved ones. We should demand that the Ministry of Health pick up its act and do its job properly. 
they are supposed to be our defence against further lockdowns and against more economic damage, and they are stuffing it up and letting all of us down. Is this the most unified as a station Musical ZB has ever been? Would just... I mean, there, there really is no way to excuse what's happened, I suppose, but it's just it's quite funny. I, I'm just trying to remember a time when I put a podcast together and everybody's basically said exactly the same thing. Surely Marcus is going to say something weird. The fact that probably um, there's been thousands of people laid off over this and there's been probably dozens or hundreds of businesses that have closed or are going to close. The repercussions of everything that's happened is is, is, is significant. And to have um, people coming into the country and, and just essentially moving around without being tested, to me, uh, it's, it's, it's not a mistake. And, you know, driving into the car in front of you at five kilometres an hour and a traffic jam is a mistake. This is, I, I find this completely, to be honest, I'm almost speechless. It's, it's gross negligence, and I think it needs to be taken way more seriously. But there needs to be... But the real... Based on everything that's happened and how much pain this has caused and is still going to cause, I just find that it's just it's astounding that people aren't being tested. I was listening to the radio today and there was a guy in the, in the hotel saying that they're doing gym classes and, and together and, and the guy said he's been there for like seven days and hasn't been tested at all. Oh, I mean, it's, 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 it's like, a, like a, it sounds to me like a clown circus. It's, yeah, I'm always kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm always kind of sceptical about people that will ring up and say something. I always like to get verification of that. This, per, these two well, people clearly, clearly weren't tested, and that was well, wrong, we, and they've admitted have that. Heard, have we heard anyone today from the government come on the radio and say everybody that's been quarantined, been tested at three days and, and seven days, like they're supposed to be? Because I haven't heard it, and when that basically means that it hasn't been happening, otherwise they would have been all over the radio saying that it has. Did you I think the think Did you think the go, did, did you think the government did the right thing by saying that people could apply and be allowed to leave on compassionate grounds to go to funerals? Absolutely. Yeah. See, I, this is where it all falls down for me. And you know, call me a heartless bastard. You wouldn't be the first. I don't understand why we're allowed to infect people with our diseases just because we're going to we want to go to a funeral. Why? Why do we get an exception for that? Um, that's what. It, the, fundamentally, that's what the thing that confuses me the most. Why do you get an exception just because you want to go to a funeral? I mean, it sucks, but. The, the disease doesn't go away just because you want to go to a funeral. Anyway, hungry as you'd be. Uh, I, I don't know about uniting against COVID and uniting for recovery, but we're certainly, we're certainly uniting against the Ministry of Health at the moment. Uh, and um, we probably will again tomorrow. I'll see you then.